Welcome to Ladies Who Finance Podcast. My name is Debbie, and I'm a money coach. And my name is Sonia, and I'm a first-gen Latinx tax pro. Together, we're Ladies Who Finance. This podcast is about empowering women and discuss hard topics like finance, debt, and taxes. Hey guys, I am so excited. It's episode four of Ladies Who Finance. Yay! (laughs) Hi, Sonia. How are you? All good, Debbie. All good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Talking about one of my favorite topics and it's why strict budgets don't work. And I can talk about this all day. I'm going to shorten my notes. (laughs) It's something I see all the time with my clients. And people think that there's an association between people, the word budget and the word restriction. And so that's why so many people put off managing their money for so long, because they think like, no, I'm going to live the life now. I'll do that next year. New Year's resolution down the road next month, next year, I'll take care of it. It's two, three, four years down the line, and you haven't started managing your money because of this negative association that you have with managing money, thinking that it comes from a place of restriction. There are so many financial gurus out there without naming names that promote it. They promote it. If you have credit card debt, you have to eat beans and rice and rice and beans. The only time you should ever be stepping foot in a restaurant is if you work there. All these things, literally the same person says both things. But It's this negativity that's out there in the financial space. And when you're not knowing how to manage your money and you absorb that information in books and in podcasts and on radio stations, then have like a subconscious, like, like red flag, like this is why, this is why I haven't managed my money. And so you push it off even further. Some of my clients come to me and they say to me, okay, like I'm ready to get started. I'm buckling down. Okay. I know this is going to be a process. And they're kind of taken back by me saying to them, like, no, like, this is going to be fun. I'm going to help you think of money from a positive place. And that's how you're going to be able to succeed. You're going to pay down your debt. You're going to be able to achieve your goals. You're going to learn a simple system that is going to keep you motivated because you're no longer going to be stressed about money. And they're like, well, I had a client say to me the other day, well, I've made bad decisions. I have a lot of debt and so I'm waiting. You're going to punish me. Like, I want you to punish me. And I was like, um, <laughs> like, wait, relax. No, no. <laughs> Who said that? I was like, I don't, I think you dialed the wrong number. Like, <laughs> like I don't roll that way. <laughs> I was I was, I had to clarify, you want me to what? And then she said, punish me. I was like, oh my gosh, no. <laughs> Wrong person. <laughs> I laugh at it now, but I don't have a poker face and all my client calls are on Zoom. So, you know, so they, that's why they know you get no judgment from me. My face doesn't change at all. But when she said that, I was like, what? I was still looking for a, dom- uh, what is it? A dominatrix? A dominatrix. <laughs> a dominatrix. <laughs> like, like, no, no, take me. Good. Like, Okay. <laughs> We don't roll that way. No, thank you. <laughs> we digress. No, it's true. It's true. I associate a lot of things. A lot of my content, I'll talk about it all the time, is I really feel like money and food has so much in common. Like, I don't know. Are you a foodie? I'm a foodie. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I I'm like, oh, I'll be eating pizza, pasta, <laughs> rice, tamales. Oh my oh gosh, my yes. Yeah, it's like all day, all day, all <laughs> night. When <laughs> you're working from home, you just oh, see, get it. I don't know about you, Debbie, but I go to my cabinet and I'm just pulling out chips, candy. <laughs> it's so bad. 
It's okay. I got off a coaching call with a client the other day and I didn't realize that by the time I send them the, the recordings of our sessions as well as the notes so they don't have to be writing things down. I want them completely focused in on the session instead of like tuning out to take notes. And by the time I finished, it was like 11, 11.30. And I realized I hadn't had dinner. And I opened up the pantry and I had cereal for dinner. Even though my, even though I made a nice meal for my family, I'm good. I'm just going to have cereal and go to bed. But for the most part, I, I'm a foodie. Like I love food. So when after I had my son so many years ago, I was, I needed to lose weight. Like I was very, very heavy. I needed to lose weight. And I came across this show and I bought the book. And it was a low carb diet, low, low carb to no carb diet. And it's very much, it, it's very much boom from one day to the other. You have to like cut out white sugar, white rice, any pasta, pasta, it was off the list. And it was all these restrictions. You have to look at the sugar and everything. And if anything has sugar, you can't have it. And, you know, I'm Cuban. I love my coffee and, and Cubans add sugar like you wouldn't believe to our coffee. I think it's like half coffee, half cream, little bit of coffee, little, little bit of milk. Oh my gosh. And so I remember feeling the restrictiveness of that diet, but I started seeing change. I started seeing that my clothes were getting looser and I step on the scale and I was losing some weight. And so that was like, okay, this, this is working. I'm going to continue in this misery. Of, of hating every minute, every meal. I'm already crying inside. I lasted, I lasted a month or a month and a half, and it was the most longest month and a half of my life. And then at the end, I went over a friend's house, and she, you know, I had just had my baby, and and she was like, "Oh, but you know, like I bake some things for you," and she brings out this tray, and there's chocolate chip cookies, and I was like, "Oh." I haven't had a dessert in a month and a half. I'm going to treat myself. So I had a cookie. One cookie turns to two, turns to three. I don't know how many I had. I have no idea. Wait, the, whole tray. <laughs> the next day, my pants don't fit. And I realized in a matter of nothing, I gained the weight back. The reason why I tell this story is because money is the exact same thing. When you think of yourself as I have to restrict, I have to not have fun, Everything has to be about saving every cent I can, cutting my expenses, paying off my debt because I'm punishing myself for everything that I call a quote unquote mistake financially that I've made in the past. I'm buckling down. All these connotations that I've heard lead to the same feeling that I had in that horrible month and a half. I saw change. I saw the weight drop, but it was a miserable experience. Same thing when you decide you're going to just cut down everything and you're going to pay off everything. You're looking at every single cent you make. You're, you're seeing, okay, now I'm going to pay off the debt. You do see that you save more and you do see that your debt starts getting reduced, which again, it's like me losing the weight. But when you have that cookie, <laughs> when you go out with a friend you and you treat yourself to something, next thing you know, you're going to realize, oh, I overspent. I didn't plan for this. You're going to start being hard on yourself because you had fun. And this whole thing is out the window. This didn't work. I'm not good at budgeting. And you don't stay where you are. When you decide to quit managing your money altogether, you go backwards. So now, now like me with those cookies, right? I don't even know how many I ate. And that wasn't it. Then the next day I had pasta because I was like, oh, I was just treating myself like I did yesterday to the cookies. And that's why my pants didn't fit. Same thing financially. When you decide to say, forget this whole thing, you don't stay where you are. You start accumulating debt and you start moving backwards. And because you are so discouraged with being so strict and having that restrictiveness that you actually gain more debt because you now are saying, I'm just going to live life and sooner or later, I'll go back to it again. 
And that's why strict budgets don't work. When my clients come to me, they say, like, I've tried. I've tried. I have fear. I have anxiety. I procrastinate putting, I don't have anything in savings or I have this debt I need to take care of. And as we dive into the budget, they realize it's fun because I don't do restrictiveness. I don't do restrictiveness. It is a budget. You are developing money habits that support the budget, but we're laughing. We're having fun. And the most important thing is I include them in the budget. Because if you don't include yourself in the budget, if you don't have a fun category for you, or if you and your spouse are doing this together or significant other, and because I coach couples as well, and he doesn't have or she doesn't have a fun money category herself, it's one of you guys or both of you guys are just going to say, forget it, forget the whole thing. And then you're going to accumulate more debt. So that's why by incorporating themselves like my clients, they go on massages They get their nails done. They go shopping. The guys are playing golf. They're going out drinking with their friends and they're still paying off debt and achieving their savings goals because you can do all of that and enjoy it. Financial freedom doesn't stop when you pay off your debt. It doesn't stop when you reach that savings goal of like a vacation or or an emergency fund. It doesn't stop. It's forever going forward. Once you're debt free and once you reach the savings goals that you want to reach, Now you can start looking into retirement account. You know, like you can, you can look into possibly retiring early. I don't, that fire movement. I have people that tell me like, yes, yes, they, they'll, yes, they think it's a good thing. Some people have like variations to it. But the point is by having a system in place that's simple and you include yourself in your own budget, that's how you succeed for years and years and years to come. Like my clients are achieving being debt free and they're also cash funding their vacations. And I get, I get pictures of them from different places being, look at me, I'm managing my money. Like it's a joke, you know, and it's really, and it's great because I become friends with my clients because I'm there cheering them the whole way. But that's why when I see where they, where they started, where they feel like they need to be punished, they feel like they need to really pay for the mistakes they've made in the past. And they're so hard on themselves about the mistakes that they've made in the past. I can't tell you how many people will say to me, Debbie, I am so stupid. I make good money and look at the amount of debt I have. I'm not good with money. That is always going to be a part of my life. And all of that, I'm like, no, absolutely not. Once you have things in place that work for you and you have a system that's simple, you will not be debt-free forever. You will be paying it off. My clients finish with me and months later, they're debt-free because they, again, they have something that works for them. And by them not feeling that restrictiveness anymore, it's like the stress melts away. It takes a, a few sessions with me because it's not like an automatic thing the matrix blue pill or red pill, you know, and then it's like, boom, like, okay, congratulations. Yeah, you're all fixed. (laughs) It's a process. But as you go through it, you realize your money mindset is such a big thing of why you felt like you needed to be strict in order to make it work. And we work on that. Any sabotaging money habits that you have can also make you feel you need to be strict now if you're an emotional spender. And all of a sudden you're like, you see your credit card debt and how high it is and how interest rates now are really affecting you. You look at now and you're like, oh my gosh, I need a strict budget because I have a spending habit. It's like, no, once we realize what is causing you that additional stress financially and emotionally, we deal with that through through our sessions. And they see how once they start seeing that they're enjoying themselves, that guilt kind of melts away and they're like, this can work. And then that's where the encouragement comes in and they feel so empowered. And that's when the results just skyrocket. So it's really important that clients, especially listeners out there, to 
start figuring out what they should do with mm-hmm. their finances and but also keep in mind that they have to be prepared to mentally change their money mindset. Mm-hmm. And I know and I'm pretty sure you have seen this, it's going to be quite difficult for some folks. But once you really tackle and figure out what is triggering those type of emotions, once you get to the root of it, then you start figuring out. And once they start figuring out and you're later trying to, I guess, bring in more positivity and power in them, that's when that moment, the switch bowl, I guess yeah. you order, there's a light bulb moment where they're mm-hmm. like, oh my goodness, now I know they're now feeling more confident in tackling now that they're feeling more confident now in starting to save a fund that seems really reasonable to achieve without mm-hmm. feeling restricted. That's really good to know that because from my experience, it was really hard when I was going through my own that free journey. I was trying to get into budgeting my finances. And, you know, I'm not going to name anybody. We all kind of know who. Mm-hmm. Usually when you go on YouTube or you Google, mm-hmm. there's this guy who's yep. well in the finance world telling you that you have to be very hard on yourself. You have mm-hmm. to be on this, like you said, this restrictive budget diet, mm-hmm. as I said. And it doesn't work. I know it did not work for me. Mm-hmm. I, in fact, I was kind of close of giving up until I came across other finance creators who had a different method that I found worked for me. Mm-hmm. Um, in this case, I found she's very well known in the IG space, the budget mom. Mm-hmm. I follow her zero-based budget, and that has changed my life. I know it's not for everybody, but this is why, like, you know, with Debbie, she was a- she's able to help you figure out what type of budget system will work best, along with, you know, trying to figure out what your financial goals are and are they achievable in a certain time period. So that's really good to know. You know, you should, you know, for folks out there who's listening, you should find something that works best for you, that makes you feel more liberating, more empowering. Don't ever feel like you're going to, you're stuck onto something, Um, especially when you have this, he's very popular with this whole Mm -hmm. set, the mindset that he has. But if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work and don't even force it. You have to feel aligned with your system. You really do. You have to feel aligned with the system and whoever you are are absorbing content from, you know, and if something doesn't feel good to you, don't continue with it. Don't continue with it. There's other ways of doing things. And I just feel like when it's positive, it works. When it's positive, you start seeing yourself from a different point of view, especially because they say that your the, that your money mindset is actually created like the foundation is is set in stone when you're seven. So I remember when I was seven, like my parents never had to tell me we're poor. It was in the air. So I saw money from a restrictive point of view from the age of seven, and I'll never forget it. It was just so for me. It was it was like oh no, like when before I started managing money, like I that's why I put it off because it was like it was always a point of stress. It was always a point of contention between my mom and dad. That's that was my foundation. So as we grow up, wherever our circumstances were when we were young, you carry that with you. But to absorb someone's content that goes out of their way to call you an imbecile and horrible names and like make you feel small when you have debt or when you've never managed your money before or when you have dreams that you want to aspire to and you don't know how to get there financially. For anyone to make you feel small, that's a red flag. That's a red flag. Mm-hmm. You should never feel small. You should feel you have potential. Your money has potential. Once you have your mindset uh, and your heart aligned together, it's magic. I see the transformations in my clients. On the third session, it's usually when it happens. I get comments like, 
you, you don't judge me. And I'm like, why would I judge you? I see that you're excited for me. Like I see that you, that, you know, like that you're in this with me. And I'm like, yes, of course I'm in this with you. I'm your money coach. Like that's my role. That's my jam. Like, <laughs> you're very that thank you. You, thank you, know you. That you, you were in their shoes too. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. And that's who I will, you know, if I had that opportunity back when I started, I wish I really had worked with someone one-on-one. I mean, for me, it was kind of me on my own, but now that they're, you know, being in the finance space now and to see that there are money coaches out there who really want to work with clients, really want to push them and reach their financial goals. Like that's who you need. You don't, again, don't feel like you're stuck to being restricted because someone said so. Like, mm-hmm. no, there are options out there. Again, as Debbie said, find someone who will align with you emotionally, mm-hmm. mentally. Mm-hmm. And that makes you feel empowered. And it makes you feel like whatever goal you have, you will achieve it. That I, every time someone says to me, that is just a part of my life. I'm always going to be in debt. You know, I always say, why? Like, why do you think that? Let me show you how that's not going to be the case. Let me lay it out for you on how you're going to be able to pay off that. And when you attack credit card debt in a strategic way, you have interest working for you, not you paying more interest. These credit card companies want to have you under their thumb. And that's another thing that really makes people feel like, okay, I have credit card debt because of all these mistakes, supposedly. And I say it in quotes because I don't believe in financial mistakes. They're all lessons. And it's not where you start. It's not like where you've been. It's when you start and how you move forward. That's the important part. And those are the lessons to, to be learned, not whatever happened in the past. The past is the past. You can't change it, you know, but you can change now moving forward. But I, every time someone comes to me and they're like, and, or they resonate with a piece of content that I have that talks about restrictiveness, it's like, yes, that's why I've been putting it off for so long. And the two biggest assets we have is time and money. So you were, you're, as you get older, your income is going to be decreasing. And that's why so many people, when they go to retire and they go to live off of social security, they can't make it because they've wasted all these years of income where they could have been having their money managed right and having their their money grow for them instead of it being the opposite of continuously paying off debt for the rest of your life. That is powerful, Debbie. Like, I hope you guys caught that and absorb (laughs) all of that because that just hit my soul right now. Mm -hmm. Like, it is so true. It is so true. Mm -hmm. So if you guys really resonate with this, I definitely encourage you guys to like reach out to Debbie you know, she is still currently taking on new clients and offering her services. So please don't hesitate to reach out to her. She is a very, very lovely woman. I have met her um, last year around this time. And we have literally, we had so much in common. And I'm just really so happy and very thankful to have met with her. And her mission is just so great, you guys. She's just been amazing. She knows a lot. And I'm telling you, if you guys are really ready to take that next step of taking back control of your finances and start making some changes, especially with the new year, don't hesitate to reach out to Debbie. She is taking on new people and she really wants to help you get started, especially in the new year. Like, Let's take take advantage of this momentum that you feel in the beginning of the year. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for your kind words. You're so sweet. You know, I feel the same way about you. I I just recommend everyone and and everyone and their moms. Like any one of their moms who need tax education and services, like you are the person to go to every single time. Absolutely. You know, I appreciate it. No, you know, and you know, one, one last thing is like, and to kind of deviate off a topic for a second, but 
one of the things that I love about being an entrepreneur and being able to help people with their finances, I feel like I'm going to cry, is the people that I'm, that I'm helping impact and educating on how to manage money in a way that's positive is not only changing them, but they are educating their kids. And so their kids don't grow up in a world where we were told that everything's no, everything's you can't afford it. It's like, no, let's save for it. I had a mom tell me that she was telling her, her little one, like, okay, we're going to save for this instead of it being like a place of restriction because that's where it starts. That's where it starts. And so many people say the reason why I'm in so much credit card debt is because I never had things when I was little. Everything was always no. And so when I have a credit card, now it's yes, not yeah, but you know, obviously you're damaging your future mm-hmm. because you're constantly paying for the past. Mm-hmm. But that's one of the things I love is, is like we, ch- we ch- we're changing our family's lives, but we're changing our clients' lives and they get to educate the next generation. And to me, one of the biggest things, and, and someone asked me the other day, like, what's the mission to your business? And it's like, I want to make impact in this world financially, because I feel like there's not enough people talking about a positive way to handle money. And I feel like once that door opens and more people start talking about managing your money from a, from a place of like positivity and encouragement and excitement, instead of a place of fear, restriction and anxiety, I feel like that's going to just change so much for so many people. So that's why I'm, I'm so honored to, to have my business and be able to help people. And I know you are like so about educating. It's not about the client and pushing the next one out the door. Like you were there to impact them and educate them. And then could you imagine like if, if your client's kids become entrepreneurs and then they pass on the education that you've given them? Like this is major impact that we're having on people's lives, you know. It's Mic just, drop right there. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> no, this, this I, had, I had to say that. Yeah. No, this is why Debbie I have created Ladies Who Finance podcast mm-hmm. because we're all about encouraging, empowering, and educating our community, yes. especially because we grew up in a household setting where we were not taught about mm-hmm. finance whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And now we're changing that narrative and passing on our knowledge to our community so that they can pass it on to their own community, to their own friends and family. And if you guys, and if you guys have found this very um, helpful and you have resonated with Debbie, please give us a follow. Also share this podcast episode with your community. And if you really, really like this, please give this a five star rating as well. Yes. Your reviews on this is gonna, you know, again, we're all about trying to reach out to to a larger audience. So your support will be greatly appreciated. Well, thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys into the next episode. You got it. Bye. <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode, we will love it if you rate it five stars and leave a review. And if money is a point of stress for you, or you're ready to start managing your finances, pay off your debt and achieve your savings goals stress-free, I invite you to book a strategy call with me. And if you're looking to minimize your tax liability and implement tax strategies to avoid a tax bill shock, book a consultation call with me to get started. Our calendar links are in the show notes. Thanks for listening.